couple of weeks before training camp, what is Patrick Mahomes doing to get ready for this next evolution of his offense? What's going on with Orlando Brown? And more importantly, how does this backfield shake out? Welcome to today. This is Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, friends and neighbors. This is Locked On Chiefs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for free on every platform I can find and maybe some that somebody's going to have to tell me about. We have a lot for you today, a topic we don't talk about in depth. We'll probably get into a deeper discussion about the quality and the value of running backs, but a lot to preamble that about where they are right now getting ready for this season. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting at RogueAPC.com and NFL33.com. You can follow us there where we look at things outside of the Chiefs world and what's going on around the league. Wait a second. There's outside the Chiefs world? I just don't get it. There really is. They have to have a bonus, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, my name is Chris Clark. You can find me over at Chiefs Corner, as it says here, KC Chiefs Corner. You can go find me there writing about the Chiefs analytics and getting into more contract. I'm hoping that we'll have some updates for Orlando Brown, uh, and we will talk about them in just a moment. But start off, go ahead. I know you want to talk about Patrick real quick, so go right ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm actually enjoying this summer, and I, I think Patrick is too, and that that's important because – I think this is a unique situation for him in particular after last season. Everybody has stress in their lives, right? And they got to get away from him. And he seems to be uh, turning to something new that I haven't seen him really pub a lot. And I know what stress is about. Yes, this looks like a normal background you've seen from me before. Folks, don't worry. All the boxes are still all around the rest of the room everywhere. So <laughs> it's, it's all an optical illusion. Uh, I'm dealing with it by trying to pod. Patrick's dealing with it by playing more golf and – I find, especially with Travis Kelsey out there as well, um, I guess it was last weekend at the American Century Championship. Like, I, I find that it's good to have competition. It's good to work on your skills. I know that he's been having all these workouts with the wide receivers. But I'm actually pleasantly surprised to see how competitive he is on the golf course and that that's like a different way for him to be competitive but still like foster that that spirit. And I kind of like that. He is just insanely competitive as it goes, period. And that's about all you really have to say about that. I think it's great to see him get out and do other things and show that he has he is a multi-talented athlete. No, he probably doesn't belong in the PGA Tour, but he can play pretty well uh, when it comes to golf. So I, I think that's good to see him be able to do that and be able to get away. Uh, and he saved Josh Allen's life in the process. Oh, yeah? How, how did he pull that off? <laughs> Not really saving his life, but he caught a football that was headed for Josh Allen's head. Um, <laughs> somebody tossed Josh Allen a football, and Josh was a paying attention. Patrick caught it one-handed. It was pretty impressive. Uh, hoping to see more of those catches on the football field this season. Not by Patrick, but by Chiefs wide receivers. Okay, so okay. Catching throws from Patrick. For a second. No. I, I still wonder if they're going to try another pass because I no. they tried that once. I, no. I think they're going to do it again. No, 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 no. I know you There's don't no, want it to happen. I'm just saying it's probably going to happen. They cannot risk the quarterback. I'm sorry. That's just it's just what it's got to be. They cannot do it. At the end of the day, they got to protect him at all freaking costs. And it's it's the only way they can get done is by not even putting him in jeopardy. If they throw a pass to Patrick this year, I'm going to lose it. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> yeah, which means they're going to because Ryan is saying they won't. So See? there we go. See? If, you, if that's what y'all wanted, that's what y'all wanted. Um, I may say, say it again about Orlando Brown, please. No, I'm not going there yet. Um, okay. But 
no news is good news at this point, folks. There is no Orlando Brown update to this point. It is now late on July 11th. T minus four is what we're calling today. Uh, as soon as we know, we will let you know. But I, I think that probably here in the next 48 hours is where it's really going to spin up. And they're going to make that deadline push them through to some kind of conclusion. Yeah, and I will say this. Uh, it's not likely that we're going to get a deal done before you hear our last podcast for the week. So mm -hmm. my guess is that we will be covering it in depth on the Monday podcast for after the signing. And we might do a quick little minute episode and, and let you know the, the big details. Absolutely. Um, and it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. You're going to be on vacation for a while. Um if that's what we're going to call it. Yeah, um, <laughs> we can call it vacation. Sure, we'll go with that. That so sounds it, better. We'll be entertaining around here. And, uh, of course, as soon as you leave is when this will happen, and I'll have to uh, you know, cover all bases. And so, folks, look for the irritated reaction show uh, as soon as Orlando signs. That should be fun. Yeah, I'm actually – I'm hoping that it – like, obviously, it has to happen by Friday. Friday is the due date, and I will be able to record, I, I think, for – Monday and Tuesday for next week, so I think we'll okay. be good there. We'll have it covered. I'll be able to cover it for that. Um, it's just going to be after that that I might be taking a little bit of a hiatus on a vacation before <laughs> showing up to training camp and being there for coverage of training camp on the opening days. So just a heads up, that is coming. Very nice. I like that. Um, and at some point uh, – Sorry, I just want to say really quick, you and I have talked about this, but and we've talked about it on here once – there is more coming for training camp this year than we've done in the past. With YouTube, with the ability to do different things, we are going to have more coverage. We're going to have different things going on and going to show you more of what we can when we're at, there at training camp. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be fun. We're going to experiment yeah. with different format types and all kinds of stuff, I think. Yeah, and I just want to say this too. Please bear with us because the, the quality of the video may not be near as good because – Probably not going to have the setup that we have right now. No, no, probably not even close to tell you the truth. Uh, right. If you all have seen my reports from camp on RGR, it'll be similar to that. But uh, I think we have a couple of twists that we can throw in there. It's going to be an interesting camp too, uh, weather-wise and who's there, obviously. Orlando Brown is going to be a story one way or the other when it opens. Um, the deadline for uh, the veterans report is, what, 13 days past the deadline? Sorry. 11 days past the deadline. So it will still be fresh and there will be a lot going on. We're going to get into one position that he'll be blocking for when we talk about the running backs coming up next. But before we get there, I got to tell you that I'm betting on the Chiefs to go to the AFC Championship this year. What happens after that, that will be a separate bet we'll talk about later in the year. But for everything that I need to do that, I have to go to betonline.net, and so do you. It's the number one source for all your information on whether it's the playoffs or the other sports, this baseball thing that seems to still go on without my knowledge or implication, and then uh, the football season that is right about upon us. It's about time as well. If you need that information uh, on waiters, on live betting, on esports, on all the scores and events and podcasts that you need to know, you need to go to betonline.net. It's the fastest and easiest way to get all of that information for you even on things like golf and see what Patrick might be shooting. You never know. Head over to the website. You can find it all there. It's bet online where the game starts. Where the game starts is also where the game kind of is shifting gears of late. We've seen the Chiefs be one of the few teams that have put a first round pick at the running back spot in the last few years. Yep. And I think it's still 
up for question whether that was the best move that they had available to them at the time. And it certainly right. seems like there is question going forward about what's going to happen. I don't think it's a question whether or not it was the best move for him or not. I think that it obviously was not the best move for him. But the problem is, is hindsight's always going to be twenty twenty. It's really hard. You have to go with your grades. And if somebody does something and is able to improve more than you expected them to improve, you missed and you learn from your mistakes and you try to move on. And I think that's really – you start looking at who is hit in that draft class that should have maybe been a first-round pick that wasn't. Uh, those are the types of guys that you're looking at that, you know, they could have been a chief. They could be here. They could be helping this team. Uh, you know, I think in the future, I think the other thing that Brett Beach is going to, to learn from this is that no matter how deep you look at different positional groups, you always need more depth at core position groups. And one of the biggest is defensive end. So I personally think that maybe they learn from that in the future. I know we're talking about running backs. I'm just talking roster building in general, though. Yeah, and that was the alternative. That probably would have been the next selection had it not been the running back. And that's mm -hmm. that's why we have to get into this discussion about usage. And we're going to talk the specific depth chart and what the options are here coming up in a little bit, folks. But right now, for this team, for this offense, with Andy Reid running it and Patrick Mahomes steering it, is it in your mind now justified that the investment into the running back spot needs to be what it's been in terms of not just draft picks, but the free agency pickups as well. How do you, how do you justify where they're at with the position right now? Well, I think that's a great question. And I think that they're going to probably carry four running backs into the season. Uh, and yeah, I'm saying four, not five. Um, so, so maybe not a fullback. We'll see. Uh, well, there will be. <laughs> yeah. I said that just for you. Uh, no, I do think that the investment, you look at it and you have questions whether or not a guy like Ronald Jones is going to pan out. Uh, he looked good at times in Tampa Bay, but was not able to be successful on a consistent enough basis to uh, be the lead guy there down there. They brought in Leonard Fournette to give him the lead job. So that says something, you know, if he's able to step in and be what he was in Tampa Bay, is it going to be enough for him to remain on this roster and, and be a, a key component of this Chiefs offense? I'm not sure. They brought back Jerick McKinnon for a reason. Mm -hmm. I, you know, that says a lot to me about where they think the depth of this group is. Um, they have a lot of youth that looks very promising, but, you know, that could take several years to develop or it may never develop. So that's something to watch as well. That's a legitimate, right? I mean, and I think that goes towards – what we're talking about is you you have the investment in the first round running back. You got to make that pay off. If not, it's going to go down as a mistake. There's there's really no way around it. But to supplement them, they've brought in what has been kind of a, a stream of veterans. Some, you know, at, at the tail end of their career where it's it's one year deal after one year deal. Obviously, Daryl Williams was kind of the stalwart. He was here before Clyde, but then was obviously kind of his his running mate at the time because they could play off of each other. Does the, the loss of Daryl Williams, and if it's not just Daryl himself, but the role that Daryl played in being a clear-cut number two that can help Clyde out and everything else, what does that do for the offense in your mind and for Clyde in particular? I think it's got to put more pressure on Clyde because I don't think Rojo can step into Daryl Williams' shoes. I, me personally, I, I look at Rojo and when he's been able to do in the NFL – I take Daryl Williams over Ronald Jones personally, uh, just based on production, based on what they've been able to do for the team. 
I've seen more consistency from Williams, and that's really what it comes down to for me. It's not necessarily what are his top-end traits. I don't think Williams wins in that regard, but it's the consistency. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really surprised that, that they were not able – they didn't bring him back, and they went with Ronald Jones instead. I am kind of surprised by that as well. Now, that said, a little new blood goes a long way. This depth chart is going to be – I think a battle in a couple of ways. We're going to outline for you where everybody is, but before we get to everybody else specifically, Clyde is the goal, right? At least from our perception, the goal is to prop up Clyde as much as possible and give him everything he needs to be as successful as possible this season, right? Yeah, and I think and the thing that really annoys me, I guess, about the Chiefs running back usage is they never seem to put Clyde in the best position that we've talked about for years. Mm-hmm. They never really gave him the ball out of the backfield, throwing him the ball. I mean, he got maybe a couple, but not near what you would expect him to get based on what he showed at LSU. So there's something there. There's a disconnect between what the Chiefs are seeing from him and what he is able, what he was able to do at LSU and what he's doing in the NFL. And I'm curious as to, as to know what that is. Maybe they don't feel comfortable with him in pass sets. Maybe because they, they don't think he can – chip and he can you know get in somebody's way in that regard i don't know but that's something that is very interesting to me because i always thought clyde's biggest role was going to be as a pass catcher out of the backfield as opposed to a true runner especially considering you look at andy reed and he generally throws the ball 60 to 70 percent of the time clyde seems to fit that mold perfectly yeah, I agree. That was kind of my expectation all along as well. So I, I too am a little bit surprised by it, but he's going to have some support. We're going to get into who's where on that support chain right now. He's not talking about support chains. And I always have to laugh because your truck is always needing support. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's all there is to it. Your move has made it even more necessary, I am sure. But I want to tell you about our friends over at Rock Auto. Save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30 to 50% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Go to rockauto.com. You can get it on your phone. You can find any car part that you need, and you can be on your way and getting your car repaired. I know Ryan uses this a lot, and I also know Ryan probably has some things he's got in his cart just sitting there waiting to go, okay, Next. I'm done with the move. Maybe I can. Maybe I can buy this now. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They absolutely have everything you need, even backup cameras, and that is one of Ryan's things that he's getting for his truck. So there you go. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Please write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com yeah buddy so as we've talked about Clyde Edwards Lair is this clear starter because of the investment because of the way that the first two years of his career have gone he has to be the starter unless he's injured he must start every game this season there's no way around it because you have to find out if there's anything worth starting to negotiate about in terms of an extension or re-signing or, or whatever you want to call it fifth year option Oh, yeah. I forgot about the fifth-year option, too. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot that goes into it. So I think we're we're pretty agreed on that, right? But we no, talked I about think we are. Yeah. No, I think we're absolutely correct. I think you're absolutely correct. I think that he has to be the starter. He has to be the guy that they build that running game around. And it's not that he doesn't have the talent. It's more of 
he hasn't been able to stay healthy. And I also think if we were fair about it, the run offense in or two years ago when he was a rookie wasn't near what it is now. True. The the run blockers is really where I'm going with that. Yeah, I, I agree. They've upgraded significantly in that particular aspect. So it's all leading down that road. I think Rojo being a veteran, like you said, you, you don't think he's quite the all around that Daryl Williams is, but is he in a position, I think, uh, to supplement Clyde specifically on running downs? Again, like you were talking about earlier, shifting, again, all the, the targets that much more so towards Clyde. That was the big thing that Daryl did. Daryl Williams was great out of the backfield with the pass game. Now you don't have that in your backup, your, your second guy on the committee or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so Rochester does not have good hands. Right? So that just – it pulls the needle that much farther back over to Clyde. I actually think that that's a good thing if if that's who your backup is. I'm pretty sold on that. Is that who you think the backup will be permanently? I think that's probably who it's going to be this year. I – I'm curious to see if they give Derek Gore a chance to do more this season than they've given him in the past, if he makes the roster. And I'm not saying he will or he won't at this point because running backs are are going to be a crapshoot, honestly, going into training camp. I mean, you have a lot of guys, and I know Derek Gore, I really liked him last year, and I still think he's probably that same player. But you have to wonder what they're going to do with Pacheco. You have to wonder what they're going to do with, I believe it's Ely, uh, is, is another young guy that is very promising. Um, you know, are, are either of those guys going to step in and be able to take snaps away from Gore? That's a great situation if they can, because Gore played well. Yeah. So, you know, is Pacheco, you know, we talk about Pacheco as being a guy that can be one of their returners potentially. Does that give him the ability to become more of a third down type back and get passes out of the backfield? I don't see that personally, but I do, I do see the returnability helping him beat out Derek Gore. Because I think they're both stuck behind Jarek McKinnon as of right now. Do you disagree with that? Okay. No, I I think you're right. I think that they are probably both stuck behind McKinnon. McKinnon is going to be hard-pressed to make the roster. if if, He's going to have a hard time making the roster if he can't stay healthy. And he stayed healthy for the most part last season. Uh, And if he stays healthy in training camp, I think he'll be on the roster. But he's had a a history of injuries. So it's not – I wouldn't – I wouldn't bet that he's going to make it to the regular season unscathed. If he does, then he'll be fine and he'll be on the roster and he'll help the Chiefs. But I, I would not be surprised if he ends up on IR before the regular season. And if he does, then maybe that he's one of those guys they can bring back later. Yeah, very, very Which true. Would be a huge bonus, actually. And that injury history is what makes me feel for all you Derek Gore fans out there. Makes me feel that even if he doesn't make the initial roster and they choose to go with Pacheco with, with the return ability as, as the, you know, the, the differential. I think you can get him on the practice squad easy, and I think you have to expect that McKinnon will go down at some point. So that allows him the ability to be raised. Like, I don't think that there's a dead end here for any of these five running backs. I think they're all with the club week one, either on the practice squad or on the 53. And I do think, all joking aside, that Andy is going to carry Mike Burton onto the – 53-man roster. It is not a question in my mind at all. I know. I just was having fun with you because I was wanting a better response that I didn't get. So sad. I just want people to, you know, not get overly excited. No, <laughs> like, I, not going anywhere. I, I will say this, and I have nothing against Mike. I'm just, I'm, 
throwing shade at Ryan because it's funny. Uh, but I will say this. I believe you're correct. I think that all five of those guys are probably on the roster. The only caveat I would say is that we don't know what Ely is going to produce. Mm-hmm. If he shows something in camp, if he shows something in the preseason and they, he gets second or third team snaps in preseason games, that says something and that should be paid attention to. Well, and I'll tell you this too. Um, I haven't done it yet, but folks, as we start to talk about the depth charts, once we get into camp, I think what you're going to find is I'm going to start listing Ely as a wide receiver. That's what's going to be going on in my mind. If he can show out over the Justin Rosses, the Josh Gordons, the guys that are fighting for the sixth spot, if he can show that he'll play special teams against what Darius Fountain does, he has a shot to be on that list. And the slash running back wide receiver thing, I think it plays in his favor this year rather than against it. Yeah, no, it could. I just, for me, it's one of those things where I'm just hedging my bets because we haven't seen what he's done in minicamp. We can't see and none of that really matters until the pads come on. It's all going to be about when the pads come on for those guys, specifically running backs. And once the pads come on and you see what they're able to do on the field, then, then you get an idea. Okay. Maybe this guy is something that's, you know, has something that the rest of these guys don't. Derek Gore was a underactive free agent for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, McKinnon is was still available for a reason. Pacheco was almost an undrafted free agent for a reason. I'm not saying that it's. I mean, he was drafted in the seventh, and and I, but I think he could have possibly been a UDFA if Kansas City didn't take him. But running backs are players that get replaced very quickly, and the NFL stands not for long. And if you're a running back, it's probably even shorter than three years in a lot of cases. Yeah. Uh, so you know. We watched what Derek Gore did last year. Uh, we all thought he should have made the roster. He didn't make the roster. He ended up coming back up through the season. You know, great, whatever. Maybe we have another scenario like that this year. Could very well be. Let us know what you think. How many running backs make this roster? And how important is it to you? Do you think that it matters, folks? Leave it on the YouTube comments. Leave it in the Spotify re- reviews, the Apple Podcast reviews. We're back. We're rolling. Things are going to be back and forth here between now and training camp when it opens on July 22 for the veterans and uh, the rookies. And then 26 when everybody reports, we will be with you the whole way. Thanks for listening to us today. We'll